Dani, I'm Shafi'i. So we are here with an amazing guest. He's an entrepreneur, he's a writer, he's a researcher. And uh, he's a TEDx speaker too. So not many people can say that. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Abdul Malik Omar. Hi. Hi, Abdul Malik. Hello there, everyone. Uh, how's, uh, how's things? How are you? How, how's Raya? Uh, yeah, it's going to the end, but... Uh, Raya have... was good. Raya was good. Do you still go to open houses? Raya was... Uh, no, I think Raya was good. And um, <laughs> just this morning, I've attended like this uh, big EGM for this DPP and B Corporacy. So it's quite a busy day. All right. So, All right, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, just, just for people that doesn't know, can you explain what you do professionally? Professionally, so I think I would self-describe myself as an author, entrepreneur, and researcher, as stated. So as an author, I've written three books. The first one is called The Art of Learning. The second bit is Kitching. Mm-hmm. And another one will be coming out very soon, publishing this week. Triumph which will be the topic of uh, one of one of the topic of discussion here in this uh, podcast. The second bit is I am a blogger. My website is called amotimes.com. This is where I pen my thoughts and share all my ideas pertaining to the Brunei uh, social economic uh, issues or to provide solutions for the government possibly to mm-hmm. consider in improving the state of Brunei, for instance. Yeah, I'm also an entrepreneur. I have business on the side, but I don't think it'll be appropriate for me to just share this. Yeah, I don't want to take the thunder All of right. this book in discussion. Yeah, I think one thing that I didn't mention before is you're a MPK, which is Majlis Perindangan Kampung. Or Kampung Junjungan, too. Yeah. So yeah, do you is it? Are you currently the uh, a member? Uh, uh, I was elected as one of its youngest executive uh, wow. members. So I'm currently a treasurer. I was then what 25 years old. So in around 2017. I was invited to this meeting and then there was elected as the treasurer for this uh, MPK Junjungan. And for those who may not know what MPK stands for, it's Majlis Perindingan Kampung. It's sort of a local council that's uh, responsible for each and every individual villages in Brunei. So villages in Junjungan, which is nearby Kuala Lurah yep. uh, checkpoint. And so, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, today, I highly recommend young people to get involved, uh, at least to volunteer. Yeah, actually, yeah, I didn't know that uh, yeah, you can get, maybe I thought it's uh, the Ketua Kampongs, you know, it's not the young people, but it's nice to hear that yeah, people like you are, no, young people like you are uh, being the part of the yeah, Majlis Perindingan Kampong and make, hopefully make changes in the society and the community. So, One of the, the things that I mentioned before yes. so is that you're a TEDx speaker. So not many people can say that. I mean, yeah, I'm a TEDx speaker. You know, you can put it on your bio. But yeah, what is it like to be a TEDx speaker? And not to mention, uh, uh, not one thing to mention too is 
you created TEDx Gadong, right? So maybe you can give a little bit of history about that. So I was in Shanghai at that time. I think it was around 2014, right after my graduation. And I've been searching for all these different videos and then I stumbled across Simon Sinek's Start With Why, which Ooh. is, I think yeah, yeah. you've heard that video. Yep. Highly recommended. So it's a TEDx speech by that speaker and that kind of, uh, that kind of inspired me. And I thought to myself, wow, like, is there such videos like this? Turned out there, there was like thousands of them. And there was uh, under the TEDx mm-hmm. brand or yeah. the TED conference brand. And so I made my research and thought to myself, wow, this is an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I also later found out that we can organize locally at that like experience at that like conference and that kind of motivated me to say hey let me register for this and yeah uh, register for the license organize it here in brunei which i did and mind you i was rejected like six times and yeah it wasn't really the easiest thing especially when you think registration on phone Mm -hmm. because i didn't bring my laptop at that time in shanghai but once I went back to Brunei, finally, mm-hmm. I've uh, helped get a strong team and organized the first one. And mm-hmm. it was a hugely successful event. And I think the special thing about this is that it gives our Bruneian uh, youth, our Bruneian speakers, the chance to uh, participate in this global platform mm-hmm. and to share their ideas for the world to know. Because mm-hmm. I do believe that Bruneians have a strong voice, but don't yep. don't really have that strong platform to voice out. Yeah, that's why it kind of motivated me to set TEDx Gadong brand in the first place, so that young people can speak out and share their thoughts to the world. And on the issue, on the idea of being a TEDx speaker, I think it's quite an interesting experience. This time, I wasn't the organizer. So there was like this UTB graduate, a f- good friend of mine, he organized it and he invited me to share my thoughts on mm. philosophy and they kind of, uh, yeah, they kind of uh, given me the impetus to speak up and to share my thoughts to the world. Yeah. I mean, people usually say like, uh, thank you for this. Thank you to, for listening to my TED talk. Do you, is that actually, is that something you would do? Um, <laughs> not really, <laughs> no, no, not for the context, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I it's just something... ended up like, thank you. Oh, alright, alright. So, yeah, when was this, actually? The, when, when did you start the TEDx thing? TEDx Gadong, yeah, specific, specifically. TEDx Gadong was started in 2014, was quite a while ago. Mm. And, six yeah, and now it's under the leadership of uh, a new batch of mm. uh, young individuals. So, yeah, let's see how oh, it goes cool, cool. from there. All right. Uh, actually, uh, we're going to, for this episode, we're going to talk about your new book, actually. But uh, before we get into that, yeah, you, you do, you have this uh, website, you blog. Uh, it's the website is called uh, the M A M O Times. Did I say that right? 
AM, AMO times. Yeah, correct. So, correct. You re- recently did a report on the perception of LegCo and government of Brunei in 2020. So you published it in AMO times, and one of the findings was that I, I, I took a read on the article, and one of the uh, results was that. Uh, the respondents said that this is the question on the focus areas uh, needed to be focused on by the government. And one of it, the top one was unemployment and lack of opportunities. So, yeah, I mean, what's going back to the report? What triggered you to make that uh, report or survey? Well, yeah, what whatever you may may call it. Okay. So what has motivated me to do the survey is how, you know, in different nations, they tend to have um, polls. This is where governments or think tanks would set up surveys to gauge public opinion on certain mm. issues. And I thought to myself, why well, don't we have that here in Brunei? Mm. Well, we have it, but it's, well, personally, I'm not too sure if we have it here. So I thought to myself, why don't I take this opportunity to create Brunei's very own poll, mm. like uh, that that yeah, level of uh, survey to mm. gauge public opinion on certain matters, especially when it comes to um, LegCo uh, national matters, mm. because back then uh, the LegCo meeting was uh, being organized. And there was lots of discussions. And I thought to myself, there's so much things available. Why don't I just focus on different teams and let the people decide? Mm-hmm. And just so you know, this is a survey that's not representative mm-hmm. of the entire population, but it has a very good sample at least. Mm-hmm. And I think unemployment is the strategic issue that has for so long plagued the government. Like even governments, you know, pulling their hair, like how, how are we supposed to create jobs for yeah. young people, especially amidst the oil price um, issues. Mm. And so this is where, you know, my book, which I will discuss later, comes in to promote entrepreneurship because it is one of the ways on how we can settle this issue. It won't be the automatic panacea of uh, the the problems besetting Brunei, but at least it's a start, something mm. that we can work on. Mm. But yeah, overall, I think it's quite a good survey. I thank the Brunei Reddit uh, mm. individuals or the lurkers or the respondents, not just in Reddit, to be honest, but across the different social media sphere for, for answering the survey and hopefully something I can build up. So next year, Maybe I can organize one again. And this mm-hmm. time, maybe the priorities will change, but let's just see how it goes. Yeah, uh, obviously you you said you posted in, on Reddit, right? So, and you yeah, re- re- replied, you obviously re- read some of the comments. I mean, what do you, what comments did you, you see that are interesting? Maybe some feedback from it. From the Redditors? I think Brunei Reddit is a 
possible which we can get certain signals for changes and mm-hmm. i think a lot of researchers who's truly interested in the changes happening in brunei should really go towards reddit because they tend to produce all these different ideas and i think mm-hmm. it's quite good and one of the things that kept on appearing as part of the issues that's been highlighted mm-hmm. is yeah unemployment mm-hmm. we are the jobs and the second bit is in terms of the introduction of the paypal receive system which yeah, i it was mentioned yeah, I, i must confess like it's a bit weird mm. because the thing like if brunei were to sincerely adopt towards uh, changing itself into a digital economy paypal is like one of the strategic things that has to be mm. taken into account as a uh, digital creators like you and me and the other rest of the individuals who's doing online business wants to yeah. sell their products to the world mm. yeah they need paypal yeah and i think it has to be taken into account yeah one government. thing one thing that's mentioned before is that especially where, uh, like content like you said content creators right when you upload things on youtube on yeah on maybe on spotify or anything it's it's not uh, it's not the local market you're targeting it's the international market so yeah do you think something that's something brunei should explore or uh, yeah especially for yes, to tackle yes, the course, unemployment like, uh, this I mean honestly of course um, Brunei is such a small market mm. and I always advise my people or the friends that I have in acquaintances if you want to make a product from the onset the global market it's not mm. just enough to, to focus on the Brunei market it's like some of the books I have mm. yes this may be targeted in the Brunei audience but with the switch on the oh, just a removal of brunei well then financial education can be applied globally so mm-hmm. yeah just a sneak peek i'm going to write a another book personal Ooh. finance but oh. i will modify this from brunei to the global audience so that Ooh. hey people can read it it's a huge topic so target the global audience i know it can be quite difficult especially coming from Brunei where we think that Brunei is our oyster and this is mm. the only place we can make a living no mm. especially in the digital economy the world is so big i think it's time for us to think big and yeah target the global market this is where the big money mm. comes in yep. and this is where paypal can come into so that facilitate the payment to enrich Bruneians or the digital nomads in Brunei because uh, that's one of the pathways for us to achieve economic growth and success. Yeah, uh, obviously you, your book, you sell it on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's in Amazon. Yeah, do, have you, is it sold? Have you, do you, you know where it's sold? I mean, not, you sell it in Eastern in Brunei, right? But yeah, do you know where it's being sold internationally? Have people reached out to you about well, it? It's available in Amazon. Yeah. 
for now, like the books are mostly tailored to the Bruneian context. Mm. So the global ones will be, well, actually, all the three books available are available in Amazon UK and Amazon US. So people can easily purchase it. I am not that too keen to promote it yet at the global audience because most of the context is still rooted in Brunei. So yeah. once the products are modified, then that's where I can come in and promote. Cool, cool. Yeah, like you said, it's something you want to do in the future, right? So yeah, moving on to the yeah. your latest book, which is uh, Triumph, Unleash Your, Unleash your in, Inner Entrepreneur. So yeah as, yeah, as an aspiring entrepreneur myself, I think this is look interesting. So maybe some you can tell it tell something about it to yeah to the audience. I think entrepreneurship is a key factor in national development and national growth. I always emphasize this, like when. I mean, I've been advocating the idea for quite a while now, mm-hmm. ever since I was in Form 6. It's quite a long mm-hmm. time ago. When was and that? I feel a bit old. But anyway, uh, entrepreneurs play an important role into really developing innovations and new economies. And I think it's quite a good thing that we, our government is doing now with the promotion of entrepreneurship the integration of entrepreneurship curriculum in the schools. Yeah, I think it's quite an important thing. And as a result, it kind of also motivated me to write this book on the topic because most of the literature is available. I'm mostly focusing on what's in the United States, what's mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom, which is quite, yeah, okay. But then I want to root all this information to the Brunei context too oh, in the context of people in Southeast Asia because some of the information or some of the stories that they may share on these international books may not resonate with us. Mm. I think it's quite okay. But mm. then this is where writers like me can come in and to tailor all these stories to the culture or the society here in Southeast Asia or in Brunei. Yeah, that's where I can come in. All right. Promote this book right here. This I think it's quite cool. available one. So, who do you, who who is it for the? Would you, obviously it's about entrepreneurship, right? But do you have a specific target for the book? I think it's uh, for the aspiring entrepreneurs out there who may not have a strong idea where they want to go but mm-hmm. they just want to experiment entrepreneurship or even those who are already established they may also get some good tips and advice mm-hmm. on which they can build up the existing business because in terms of ideas it's nebulous it's it's out there but mm-hmm. sometimes it just takes one idea mm-hmm. to make an impact and while my book may not unlock that idea for automatically for everyone to achieve success at the very least it can possibly lead individuals to the right path eventually mm-hmm. so that they can attain the success that they need and yeah so some of the books and some of the topics that's been discussed here are quite interesting focusing on how to set up strategies 
how to set up your own prototype products, Ooh. how to hire people, and all these matters. And I think it's quite a mm. good thing, especially yeah. for aspiring entrepreneurs out there who wants to learn set up their business. Yeah. Uh, so you said about all these ideas, right? So obviously, these ideas come from something. So what's your what's the inspiration behind the book? Hello. Yeah, the inspiration behind the book is is many, really. So, so I'm inspired by this one individual called his name is Dubey Menakaya. He was my senior back in Essex University, mm. the university I went to for my degree, and there he kind of shared me how great entrepreneurship is, and he also invited me to all these events in London, and there. I kind of met like this British official. This British official gave a speech highlighting the importance of entrepreneurs, and there he mentioned very salient points, which I believe is quite relevant to Brunei's context, especially when it comes to fixing all the issues that we have now. He said that entrepreneurs, done right, or entrepreneurs, can have the capacity to generate tax income for the government. To generate jobs mm-hmm. and to drive up economic growth. So, I mean, if you look at Steve Jobs, now I do not want to um, use the, his story as a representative of all entrepreneurs, but let's just take it, take him as an example. Steve Jobs set up Apple mm-hmm. from his garage, and today yep. Apple Amazing. is worth over a trillion dollars. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, a trillion they dollars. Reach yes. that, they reached that, uh, uh, I would say, benchmark. The first company thing to reach that trillion mark. Yeah. Amazing. That's Apple. Then there's Amazon, which is even bigger now. Mm. And, and imagine the impact these big corporations or the big companies have to the nations. I mean, it's it's quite amazing, really. Mm. I mean, it's adding to the national economy, providing jobs, like mm. um, generating income for the government. And I think that's quite a mm. good thing. And I see that pathway for Brunei is so that we can nurture all these entrepreneurs to set up their businesses so eventually they'll have their mm. own different branches just in Brunei but abroad and so that they can make that good impact here in Brunei and elsewhere. Yes, definitely. So talking about entrepreneurs, what do you think, uh, what does it take to be uh, uh, an entrepreneur? I mean, people can say that I want to be an entrepreneur, but yeah, what does it take really? Okay, being an entrepreneur is like one exciting way on how we can make a living in this world. And being an entrepreneur not necessarily mean that we can just uh, set up a business per se. I mean, you can always be a government officer while at it, mm-hmm. while becoming an entrepreneur. Tell you to jump straight into business, like burning up all the bridges down 
and all these matters, but rather it's like doing it on the side. And I think this is like one practical way in how to deal with it, especially in the Bruneian context or in the context that we're living in here in Southeast Asia. I think it's just too much risk to do business Chatu Saja. So mm-hmm. we have to have our own foundations too. And these two foundations will include education, um, experience, and if I may add, on is like uh, enough capital to cover our family expenses. So, I mean, these three things are key. And um, yeah, as long as you have these three things, then feel free to be an entrepreneur. And on the side, as stated before, you can you can build a business on the side. Like, it doesn't have to be like this huge risk that you're going to take. And all, mm. so I think that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, is it? Would you say it's uh, it's a way for people? I mean, is it entrepreneur being an entrepreneur is a way to have uh, another stream of income, or rather a passive yeah. one? Actually, that's a. Uh, one we have to look at it because uh, I think that's one of the key things that we have to hone in especially among the Bruneian youth in this country or Bruneians in general I'm sure that 70% of the public sector or people who are who are employed are part of the government sector and most I think some of them are quite entrepreneurial in a way that they have rented like cube boxes mm. in the different stores where they can sell their biscuits or the tudongs and gain income on the side. So in this case, I think it's just quite the best way to go at it, especially when it's quite a role in investments that you do not put your eggs in one basket. So you must always think about investing or reinvesting so that you can create all these multiple channels of income that will make you well off, increase your cash flow so that potentially you can use the money to grow and send your kids mm. to better schools or whatnot. Mm. And I think that's the proper path to go at it. And especially for the young students probably in the schools who may be thinking about setting up a business, it doesn't necessarily be required for you to just, again, take a loan from the bank or whatever. You can just start small. And in the book, I've highlighted the importance of MVP or yeah, the minimum MVP. viable product. This is where you can MVP and mm. it's quite popular in the West. So mm. promoted by Eric Rice and Startup Lean. This is when you create a basic product, which you can then immediately secure feedback from a certain group of individuals, be your parents, mm. friends, and say, hey, what do you think this product? Would you be willing to purchase it? And if they like it, then you, you you multiply and then try to sell it. So it starts from the very small. And if we can start from the very small, then we can easily uh, scale from there. Mm. And um, I think that's quite the proper way to go. So you yeah. can gain experience. Yeah, I think uh, I've read something about that. But it's by Seth, you know, Seth Godin. It's the idea yeah. is yeah the idea is that 
once you have this idea, maybe a business idea or some kind of uh, information, you share it at least with 10 people near near to you. So once that 10 likes it, yeah, then you can uh, proceed into, you know, developing the idea. Is it something like that? Yeah, something like that. It's gaining feedback based on a prototype. And with the magic of the internet now, we can learn almost anything how to make the products that we mm. want to make. Like the books that I've written here, like 80% I learned from the internet. Oh. Like from designing, from uh, doing the contents. Any this in itself is quite a prototype because then I don't have to publish a thousand books. Like I can just publish small amounts first so that once this one is sold out and I can order from a publisher and then this I can recycle the money and build up the mm. cash flow. So it's easy now with the magic mm. of the internet. And mm. there's one part. The other part is to get proper mentorship. People who can advise you in the way forward because sometimes again as I said ideas can come from anywhere and it just takes one idea to move yourself to the right direction and mm. having proper mentors having proper individuals around you who are experienced can truly change your life literally mm. yeah that's yeah, something I would agree to so on the book you have uh, on the cover especially there's a uh, you said there's uh, there's stated on uh, but about a bonus chapter, and it says how to organize a TEDx event. So why did why is it important? Yeah. And how is it related uh, to entrepreneurship? Now this is mostly focused on young individuals, mm. and as someone who has only about twenty one years old, being able to organize an event at that scale, at the national level, I think I, I can dispel some certain myths, especially to those who may want to organize one but are afraid to do so. Mm. Well, several of the myths include, oh, you need to be experienced, mm. or you need to have lots of money, or you need to have this and that. But I was only like 21 years old. Oh. And the only support I've got is the strong team of individuals who have managed to make it happen. And the savings, it was savings from my allowance that oh. managed to save up and wow. invest into you know, the TEDx. So, and it doesn't even cost more than a thousand US dollars and you can just organize it. Mm. And the key thing that I really like to send a message to young individuals Organizing a TEDx is that you must make sure that it's yeah it's your passion to share ideas. It's mm. like us right now sharing ideas. Mm. Yeah, it's about really. shaping the discourse and to promote what's good. And that's where TEDx can come in as a platform, so that you can not only share to the people in Brunei but to the world mm. out there. Because I believe that young Bruneians or Bruneians in general have that voice, a strong voice. It's just we need more platforms. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, but um, some people might say, how is it related to entrepreneurship? Yeah. Can you explain on that? 
All right. Because being an entrepreneur is being able to turn your ideas into reality and to commercialize it from it. And this is where a TEDx um, event can be one of the ways on how you can really polish your entrepreneurial skills. Because in organizing a TEDx, you're not only engaging with all these uh, individuals from the United States securing the license, but you will also be learning how to set up a team, a core strong team, and to be able to manage and organize and to lead and to really secure customers through the proper branding and marketing methods that you may employ. And that is where it all goes back to entrepreneurship, turning your ideas into reality, which in this case is manifesting TEDx Mm. into an event that you may have in your mind. So that's one of the ways that you can be an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's a good training ground. All right. Uh, just wanna uh, ask a little bit more about your book. But since you you met uh, currently published uh, now to date, uh, including this one, the latest one, is three books, right? But uh, I see that the, both uh, both all of it have different, you know, different. You'd say topics. One is about the O levels, about academics. One is about uh, finance and This one's the new one is about entrepreneur. What do you, yeah? What do you base on your writings on, actually? Oh, oh, oh! I I based it on a lot of research, like lots and lots of research. I don't just make this up. That is a I I based it on the research based on the hundreds of books that I've read, and uh, it's it's quite challenging, but. Then again, it has something to be, it's a challenge that um, I've taken. And I'm quite proud of the project because then, then young Bruneians potentially can read this and they mm. can inspire and say, mm. hey, if Malik can write a book, so can mm. I. So yeah. hopefully more writers will be born from this. Yeah, and it's not just that. I think writers. our academics, And the writers in Brunei too need to step the game up by publishing awesome books. Mm. Again, as I said many, many times before, we Bruneians have so many, we have Bruneians have a strong voice just Mm. finding that platform. Well, TEDx, writing a book, and all these matters can be that platform. Mm. So hopefully people can replicate all these successes and become change makers themselves. Mm. And I'm willing to mentor or help out or advise individuals who may want to organize a TEDx event or to write the books that they want to write. So I'm always available. Oh, cool. You can contact me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, we're doing a giveaway of this, uh, uh, of uh, Abdul Malik's latest book. So you can go to, go to our Instagram for more details on how to be involved. So, Any parting thoughts of, uh, to the audience before we end, before we go? Um, a bit of a parting thought. Like three or four months ago, I was walking around Gadong. And from there, I kind of stumbled across this burst pipe. The pipe was like mm. very serious. Mm. It was gushing out with water. And back then, Gadong was 
you know, having all these water issues. And so me walking around, I thought to myself, why don't someone call 123? Mm. Well, my phone was dead, dead at that time. So I actually went to um, this uh, institution and asked the security guard, hey, mm. could you please call 123 and fix this issue? And so he did. The day after the burst pipe was being fixed by these individuals, these workers. And the day after, like the water system was quite okay then. So mm. from that little experience has led to the improvement of the water quality around Gadonga, especially among the places, the place where I work, especially in McDonald's too. And mm. so I think taking a lesson from this story I believe it's quite imperative for individuals to take action in solving the issues that they have observed or they face. And one of the best ways is to voice out and to find out the right channel. Because if I don't voice out, maybe the issue would have been prolonged and become serious and then government would be losing lots of water. But then I've taken the action. And hopefully young individuals will take the action too. Mm to see an issue and to voice out mm. and to get the proper channel and to yeah, make changes. And it starts with all of us as individuals. Because by the end of the day, we're in this together in shaping Brunei forward. Remember what HM has said? We are operating in the basis of whole of nation. Mm. Everyone plays a role and hopefully everyone will take into account this advice and make an impact in their respective communities and societies. Voice out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you said about uh, mentoring opportunities. So where can people connect with you if they have any questions or yeah, anything? Can you, yeah. So if, I, if any of you have any questions, then you can always contact me to my, through my email at am.agiomar at gmail.com. Perhaps any of you have any ideas or business ideas, perhaps I can come in and to help you out. Or perhaps if you like to be an author yourself, this way I can advise you too on the way forward. Again, let me repeat, it takes just one idea to yeah, change something. And hopefully that from our discussions, we can make an impact together, especially in the society or the state that we're living in now in Brunei or elsewhere. So, yeah, looking forward to having you guys contact me. Yeah, that will be cool. I'm uh, going to wrap up the episode. Thank you, Abdul Malik, for being our guest for today and sharing your insights on your book, your latest book. And to those, uh, thank you for, to, to those watching, thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for supporting our channel. And uh don't forget to participate in our giveaway you know uh the abdul Mane is uh giving away three three of his latest books uh so how to participate basically you go to our instagram channel yeah sorry instagram account and follow us on instagram it's at suara kitani underscore bn you and there will be uh, a post on on it so you can uh, go watch it and uh, go see the post and yeah just follow the instructions 
but that's it for now we're gonna go and <laughs> thank you Abdul Manik for yeah for being our guest once again thank you and see you next time bye bye